Do you think about moving abroad at least once a month or even once a week, maybe even daily? Do you spend your spare time researching about moving abroad? Do you read blogs about moving abroad? Do you find yourself constantly researching about moving abroad? Pay attention to yourself. Hey, my name is Jordan Giberson. I'm a Texas girl living and thriving in London. The best thing I've ever done, moving abroad hands down. And I'm passionate about helping others do the same. Are you curious about finding a job abroad? You're in the right place, friend. I'll teach you the tried and true secrets of how to make moving abroad a reality for you and how to live a fulfilling life once you get there. We'll cover topics like choosing the best visa for you, how to get a job offer in another country, how to get over your fear of moving abroad, and how to live a life you love once you get there. This is the Move Abroad Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Move Abroad Podcast. Thanks for joining me. So first of all, before we get started, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you're not going to find this as a big surprise, but I do have a free guide called the five exact steps to move abroad. If you have not yet gotten that free guide, it basically outlines the you can guess it, five exact steps to move abroad. So if you are considering moving to another country, I think that would be a really great place to start. So go grab that free guide. You can find it either at jordangiberson.com slash guide, or you can click on the link that's in this podcast description. You could grab it easily from there. So with that behind us, we'll go ahead and get started with this episode. So I was thinking about if I were to... So I was thinking about myself back a few years ago whenever I was considering a move abroad and I'm thinking in hindsight and people always say it's hindsight 2020 or whatever that saying is. And I was just thinking about my life now and I was reflecting on it and thinking if I was that girl a few years ago, what were the questions that would have been really, really good questions to ask myself now? I'm saying this in a really complicated way, but basically what I'm saying is with the information I have now, I listed out the questions that I think you should be asking and I've given my answers. I hope this is not super weird me interviewing myself. I hope that more than anything, it's just really helpful to give you insight into what it's actually like to live abroad and some of the questions or answers I think would be really helpful for you as you are considering a move abroad as well. So we'll go ahead and get started. The first question I had outlined is what did you think would be hard about living abroad and was it actually hard? So the first thing that I was thinking about is I thought that I would really miss out on relationships with my friends and family whenever I moved abroad. And honestly, it was not nearly as bad or as hard as I thought it was going to be. Yes, I do miss out on some of the little events every once in a while, and it does bother me, I guess, for lack of a better word. So I I did realize that before I even moved abroad, that I would miss out on some events every once in a while. Like I miss out on Easter most years, my family will get together, or sometimes I'll miss out on, you know, birthday parties or dinners with family, or sometimes my friends will hang out and I won't be able to spend time with them. But I feel like I don't actually miss out on as much as I thought I was going to. And for the bigger events like Christmas or if there's a big event that's happening sometime around the summer that I want to go to, then I just plan my trips around that. And I've always told myself I'm going to go back twice a year. I normally go back for about two weeks. But if there's a big event that I really want to go to and I think it's worth going to, then I'll plan my trips around those bigger events. So you really don't miss out on as much as you think that you will. And I haven't missed out on nearly as much as I thought I would. So that was one thing. 
Another thing was fitting in. I honestly was a little bit worried about fitting in and finding my people. And I would say that there are lots of people to connect with, especially if you're moving somewhere where there's a lot of expats living there. And I would highly recommend you move somewhere where there's a good expat community. Expats are basically just people who have moved to another country that's not their own. So I'm an expat, like an American expat living in London. And I, I think that there's a lot of expats in London. It's very easy to make friends. So I'd say even in smaller cities, smaller towns as long as there's a good expat community it'll be pretty easy to meet your people make connections with people and i think that's the most important thing in order to feel a connection and to feel to feel a connection with the people that you're living around but also to just feel like you're fitting in in your new country abroad basically so those were a couple of things that i thought would be really hard about moving abroad is missing out on events or not seeing my friends and family as much as i thought that I would or fitting in. And honestly, all those things ended up being totally fine. The next question I would ask myself is how did moving abroad meet or miss your expectations? So I didn't expect to slot in so well. I honestly feel like I really get the best of both worlds. I get to spend really good time in Texas and live my best Texas life whenever I come a couple times a year. But I also get to live my best life in London and I get to frequently travel to different European countries quite often actually, and it's kind of the best. Honestly, it's really exceeded my expectations, and I feel like I really do get the best of both worlds, like I said. In my Texas life, I get to still have good relationships, I get to still enjoy time in Texas, but then I also get to really enjoy London and all that it has to offer as well. So I feel like I get the best of both worlds. Another question is, have your relationships suffered with friends and family and do you miss out on a lot? We've touched on this a little bit, but the answer is no. I feel like I see them almost as much as I would if I were living here in the U.S., here as in like I am actually here right now in the U.S. That's why I said here. So everyone, honestly, I feel like it's caught up in their own lives and I feel like I really get to see everyone a really good amount of time. I always kind of think about this and I think, well, I go back about twice a year and I normally will stay for two weeks at a time, sometimes two and a half, sometimes even three weeks, I'll be staying in the States and I'll come twice a year. So I'm like, okay, well I get to stay for four to six weeks every year. That's honestly quite a bit of time. That's like honestly at least one twelfth of the year. That's almost one whole month out of 12 that I'm in Texas specifically hanging out with my friends and family here. It's a really concentrated time. I normally take off work at least a little bit, and I feel like it's very good concentrated time where I'm really putting a lot of effort into seeing people around me, whereas I think if I lived in Dallas instead of Austin or I lived in another state, I wouldn't be going home as often, or I might come home a bit more frequently, but I wouldn't be spending as much time. So I feel like yeah, I might come back less times in a year, but I come back for a longer period of time. And in that time, it's very focused. Like I'm very purposeful in my time with my friends and family. Whereas I feel like if you lived a bit closer, you might take, you know, you're almost, you almost take advantage. I think if you live a bit closer. So anyways, it's really worked out for me. And I honestly don't feel like I miss out on time with family and friends. And honestly, I feel like I'll come back home after six months of being away and I'll ask my friends if they all saw each other and they're like, no, or they might've seen each other once for like a lunch or something. And the same thing with my family. I feel like my, my family is actually quite close and we see each other often or they see each other often and sometimes without me. But I honestly don't feel like I really miss out on that much. So anyways, long story short, no, I don't feel like I miss out on that much. Another question is, what were the feelings that have surprised you about moving abroad? 
I think I've covered this a little bit, but it really surprised me how much I've really loved it and how much it feels like home to me now. I mean, I've been there for four years in London and I just really love it. And it surprised me how much I feel like I've been able to maintain a double life is a way to phrase it of living my Texas life with my friends and family and how I'm able to maintain life in London as well. I'm away from London probably 25% of the time, just on work trips or time at home in Texas or on vacations. So I feel like I'm actually away from London a decent amount. I think 25% being away is quite, kind of a lot. And I go back home about four to six weeks out of the year, like I said before. And honestly, I feel like I've been able to maintain relationships really well with my friends and family. I have phone calls with my parents very often and my sister and my brother. So I think whenever I come back home, it feels like nothing much has changed. I think it surprised me, honestly, how well I've been able to keep up relationships. And I think that would be probably the same for you. That's not something to be super fearful of. I think you just find your system and find how you communicate with each other to maintain that and to come back however many times you decide a year. And I've decided two times a year works out really well for me. And in the future, if I want to do more times coming home, then I will. Another question that you might be asking is, how did you know where to move abroad to? I spent about four days in London on my very first trip going abroad. It was a 28-day study abroad trip to seven European countries. It was very go, go, go. And I was in London for four days. That was the first place we went to. And I remember really loving London. And I think practically speaking, I knew that it was an English-speaking country and city. And I knew that the job market would be really good. And I was interested in moving to a big, bustling city. So I think London checked a lot of boxes for me. But to somebody who doesn't know, I'd say do your research 100%. And if you can visit for an extended amount of time, but don't overstress over it, you could spend months and months doing research on different locations and go down a massive rabbit hole. And I would say again, yes, do your research, spend time looking at different countries and different cities and think about where would be the best fit for you. But I wouldn't stress about it too much. I actually moved to Brighton first and I was there for three months before moving to London and Honestly, living in Brighton was pretty good for me. I always knew that I wanted to be in London and I wouldn't say Brighton was the perfect fit for me, but I also was pretty happy there whenever I was living there. And granted, it was only three months, but I honestly feel like don't overthink it too much. Even if you move somewhere for a little bit, for a few months, and you say, eh, like after being here a little bit, I've realized it's not the best fit for me. I actually want to move here. Then it's a lot easier once you're already abroad to pick up and move to another location. I wouldn't stress about it too much. But another good way to figure out if a place is going to be the best fit for you is to do an extended visit. If you can visit for two weeks at a minimum, I mean, as much time as you can, but if you can visit for at least a couple weeks up to, you know, four weeks to even three months, it'll give you a really, really good feel for whether somewhere would be a good location for you. You'll get a feel for different neighborhoods that would be best for you to live in or to be able to start finding friends and find community in that city. So I definitely think an extended visit can help alleviate some of the stress of knowing whether a location is the best for you because it's kind of like a try before you buy. So I would definitely recommend doing that if you can. If you can go for at least a few days, then I think that it would be really good just so you can get a good feel and feel a bit more confident about your move because a move abroad is a big decision and you want to be confident about it. But yeah, if you're able to do a short trip abroad to that location, I think it would be a really good thing to do. Another question could be, what is one of the best pieces of advice you could give somebody who's thinking about moving abroad? 
So honestly, one of the biggest pieces of advice that I could give to you is, will you regret not going? Will you regret not moving abroad at some point? I'd say the location and visa doesn't matter as much as you think as well. As long as you make connections with people around your new area, then you'll be good. Another thing is that it will be easy to move from there once you're already living abroad. So I wouldn't stress too much on the location. Like I've said before, do your research 100%. Do an extended visit 100% if you're able to. But yeah, just make sure you're making connections with people. Don't worry too much about the visa. Just get a visa, get over there. But I think the biggest piece of advice would just to be to really, really think about, will you regret not going? And I'm going to talk a bit more about that in a second. Another question that you could ask is what are the biggest things to get right? And what doesn't really matter whenever you are thinking about moving abroad? So the biggest things to get right is just to get a visa. That is one thing you have to have a visa. It's basically your hall pass in order to move abroad. So I wouldn't stress too much on the type of visa that you're getting, but just get a visa that fits your needs for the time being. And you can always get a different visa if you need to. Another thing is to make sure that you're choosing a good home. You want to make sure that you're choosing somewhere that's in a safe location and where you feel safe with the people that you're living with if you choose to live with other people. So just make sure that you're choosing somewhere where you feel safe. I think that would be a really critical thing to get right is where you're moving to, like your specific home and neighborhood. Another one is to make sure that you have a solid income. You won't have to be worried about money whenever you're moving abroad. I'm not saying you have to have millions of dollars in your savings account, but I think that it is good to have a little bit of money to fall back on if you need to, and just to have a solid plan for income. If you're going to have a nine to five job, then that's great. But just to make sure you have a solid plan for that income, so you don't have to be worrying about that. Another thing to focus on whenever you're moving abroad is to put effort into meeting people. So I've said that before, but you just want to make sure that you're making connections with local people, whether they're expats or they've grown up there in the area, but you definitely need to make connections with people just so that you feel like you're fitting in. And that'll be the biggest thing to help you kind of settle into wherever you're moving to. Honestly, as long as you're doing these things, you're going to be good choosing a visa, getting a good safe home, making sure you have solid income and putting effort into meeting the right people. I just recently did an episode on this. Honestly, as long as you get these things right, you're good. You don't need to worry as much about all the details. Yes, there are other things you're going to need to settle, like getting a bank account and things like that. But honestly, as long as you can get these things checked off, then you'll be fine. These are the most important things to get right. Another question that you could have is what are the biggest things that scared you about moving abroad? You might be thinking these things as well. I was scared that I was going to feel really lonely and I honestly was able to meet people and make connections with people. And that's what it's really all about is just making connections with people in your new home abroad. So um, I was worried about feeling lonely and no doubt I have feelings of loneliness every once in a while. I think that's a natural part of life. No matter where I'm living, I have friends that are in Texas that also tell me that they get lonely at times. So I think that's a natural part of life and you will experience that at times whenever you're living abroad, especially if you're living by yourself, you might have times of loneliness, but as long as you're putting an effort and you're putting yourself out there to meet people, you will meet people. You just have to put yourself out there. So I wouldn't stress too much about that. Another thing that really scared me was that I would not be able to be there for my family enough. And honestly, that was a fear that has not been a big issue for me at all. I feel like I see my family quite a bit. It's not as hard as you think, honestly. If I needed to, I could buy a flight and be there with my family the very next day. I keep enough money in my account for emergencies like this if I really needed to, to be there for an emergency. So that was one of my fears is just not being able to 
be there if I really needed to, but you can honestly be on a flight the very next day if you needed to, and you can get home. It's not nearly as hard as you think to just buy a flight. Obviously, if you're buying a flight closer to the time that you need to fly, then yeah, it's going to be more expensive. And it's going to be a few hundred extra dollars maybe if you're buying for the next day. But if you just have a bit of extra money in your account to be able to buy those emergency flights if you ever needed to, then that will be enough. Like You'll be able to talk to your family a ton. You'll still be able to see them a ton as long as you're booking flights to go home. So I wouldn't let that scare you, honestly. It was something that was scary to me and my family as I moved abroad because you just feel like you're going to feel really far away. But because of technology and FaceTime and I call my family really regularly and I honestly don't feel far away from them at all. I honestly feel like it'd be kind of similar if I would have moved to like Dallas or my sister lives in Denver and I feel like it's kind of, it feels like you're farther away being abroad, farther away where the flight's longer, but it's not as big of a deal as you would think that it is. Another question you could be asking is what is the biggest mistake you see about people who are thinking about moving abroad? Look, I might rub you the wrong way here, but I'm saying this because I care about you achieving your dreams and goals you have for your life. So there's two mistakes. Mistake number one is thinking that you'll wait for an opportunity that'll drop in your lap. You'll say like, oh, I'm open to opportunities and if it's meant for me, it'll come for me. No, 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 no. If you want to move abroad and you have that in your heart, you have that desire in your heart, do not wait for an opportunity to drop in your lap. You need to go after the things that you really want in life. Do not wait because if you just wait for something to drop in your lap, nothing is ever going to happen. You have to go for it. Mistake number two is saying you're going to move abroad in two years. So remember in COVID, I know it's the dreaded word that we hate using, but remember back in COVID times, whenever people would say, if I had more time, I would paint or I would bake or I would start that business. And then all of a sudden, everyone had all the time in the world and they still didn't do any of those things. I have to ask you, is moving abroad a priority for you? Because if you wait, life is going to get in the way always. Who knows what is going to tie you down in the future? Your parents could get sick and my goodness, I hope that they don't, but it's a possibility. You could start having health issues yourself, or you could have a young child and you might need your parents support at that time. Go now. You never know what's going to stop you in life. You could fall in love with somebody if you're single now, and then they really don't want to move abroad and then you feel stuck. That kind of happened to me. And then it ended up being a big mess. So honestly, if you really have a desire to move abroad, do not wait because there's going to be things that are going to be a blockage in your life that are going to cause you to not be able to go. If you have the ability to go now, then go now. If there is a specific reason why you really cannot move abroad right now and it has an end date, then I say, wait for that end date. If you are in school and you need to graduate, that's your end date or if you really need to sell your house before you go, then okay, that's a good reason why. You need to have a specific reason, not just like, oh, I'm waiting for two years for no reason really. And be really honest with yourself about whether something is just an excuse to keep you from going after something because you're a little bit scared, or whether it's an actual thing that you really need to accomplish or get over or whatever before you move abroad, because otherwise life is going to get in the way. And I know that feels a little bit harsh maybe, but honestly, I just want to be real with you. The next question is, how do you know if moving abroad is right for you? First of all, you're listening to this podcast right now about moving abroad. This podcast is literally called Move Abroad Podcast. Do you listen to most episodes? If so, you probably are having a big desire to move abroad and there's a reason for that. I'd say rule of thumb is do you think about moving abroad at least once a month or even once a week? 
maybe even daily? Do you spend your spare time researching about moving abroad? Do you read blogs about moving abroad? Do you find yourself constantly researching about moving abroad? Pay attention to yourself. If you're spending your spare time doing this, you probably want to move abroad. I know that feels obvious, but if so, I'd say that you really want it. The only question you have to ask yourself is whether you're going to let your desires in life pass you by or are you going to chase them? I feel like I talk about this often, but I really would hate for someone to have a desire about moving abroad and they don't go for it because they're scared or because they're putting it off for those reasons we talked about before that they say they're going to move abroad in two years or you wait for an opportunity to drop in your lap. Like, no, you got to go after the things that you want in life. So how do you know if moving abroad is right for you? These things, if you're spending your spare time learning about moving abroad, you're listening to this podcast, I say that's probably you. (laughs) And the last question that you might have is, what is the best thing you've done for yourself when it comes to moving abroad? One of the best things I've done for myself since moving abroad is making a commitment to myself to go home twice a year for two weeks at a time. I have made that a priority and I can see how people can put that off and then years go by without going home. And I think people would probably regret missing out on this time with family and friends. I have known people that have done that. They've moved abroad and they don't go back home. And maybe there's other reasons for that. Maybe it's financial or maybe there were issues back at home that they're trying to get away from or whatever the reason is, I really think that if you want to keep good relationships with people back home, you need to make a commitment to yourself of how often you want to go home and for how long and to make that a priority for you. So that's one of the things that I'm really glad that I've done for myself since moving abroad. And the last two things are putting myself out there to meet new people to connect with. That is super important whenever you move abroad, especially if you're moving by yourself. If you're moving with your family or a partner or a good friend or whatever, then it will be a bit easier whenever you move abroad, but you still need to be finding good local people to connect with, whether they're expats or whether they're local people that have been living there forever. I think it's good to have a mix of expat friends and local friends. So put yourself out there to meet new people. I'd say that's something that I've done well at and something that I'm really happy that I've done. And the last thing is just to be relaxed about the experience you have about moving abroad. You have to be flexible and patient sometimes. And I'd say that it's not going to be perfect whenever you move abroad. No location is ever perfect. Life is just not perfect. That's just the fact. It doesn't always feel like a vacation, but I would say that I have really enjoyed my time abroad. I honestly love my life in London. I love my life abroad. I love the life that I've built for myself. And if anybody is thinking about moving abroad, then honestly, just go for it. So those are just some of the things that have come to mind. If I was five years ago thinking about moving abroad, these are some of the questions that I feel like would be really good to ask someone who has lived abroad. So these are some of the questions that I would be asking if I were you, but I will go ahead and end this episode just saying, I really do love my life abroad. And if you are interested in a move abroad, do not let your life pass you by without going for that goal in your life, going for that desire that you have in your heart. If you are listening to this podcast episode, I am talking to you. If you are listening to this and you listen to all the episodes and you spend a lot of your time researching moving abroad, then I would be intentional about setting a goal for when you want to move abroad, where you want to go to, what visa is possible for you. Just start spending some time doing research on this. You might already be doing this already, but yeah, I would just encourage you to not let your life pass you by if this is something that you really want in your life. 
So with all that being said, that is it for me for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Move Abroad podcast. I will catch you here again next week. Same time, same place. I'll catch you then.